is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day. From local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard. To listen. And where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. And welcome back to the show. I'm Chris McCarthy. I'm Marcus Farrow. And we're going to go right to the phones. You yeah. folks have been so patient hanging on. I do appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, we've got a ton of calls on the line. Let's get to them. Good evening. You're live. Hey, guys. Um, it's really good to hear that all your audience is uh, constantly praying for you guys and uh, appreciate hearing your voice. It, it, it really is good to hear you guys. Thank you, Barry. Thanks, Barry. Yeah, I was talking we're glad about you're getting better. Uh, talking about Marcus, not you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> He, he holds the fort down. You know that. I know he so, does. Yeah, I, I, I saw. I saw Barry the other day. He looks great. He was. He, he was. He was. He was his old self. Good. We like. Oh yeah. Ham, open ham, bar. Open, open bar market. It'll help anybody. <laughs> so, um, but in the middle of the winter and gloom and doom, and and this is so cool. I've I've looked forward to the Fagawi race on Nantucket for years and years. It's been canceled over the over the past few, uh, few years for different reasons. Um, but is I don't know if we should be talking about it as a sporting event or a history event or just, yeah, the party that I want to go to uh, on Memorial Day weekend. Getting home is a sporting event. <laughs> so, uh, it, believe me, dude, it's, uh, it's, it's unbelievable. But um, so now that it's on, and, and we could talk about it, but now that it's in the history of it, but now that it's on, I really think that um, – you know, it might cost me my fourth divorce, but I really think that I'm going to uh, get a house over there, and and you guys should do a road show over there about the Fagawi race. Uh, do you guys know much about it, or your your only audience? only my time with you over there, Barry? Yeah, well, I've seen uh, Ted Kennedy over there, a lot of senators. Uh, Mark Montigny goes to it. It's a great event. But uh, it, traditionally, what it was was the racing community, sailboat racing community. They would, and this is back before GPS and even Lorenz. So Dartmouth people, New Bedford people, they would all sail Friday. They would sail into Hyannis, in Hyannisport. And then Saturday, they would sail to Nantucket, which is a treacherous sail as it is. The uh, the waters are terrible. Uh, you got shoals out there. But in 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 the beginning of the year, in, in uh, Memorial Day, you've got colder waters with warmer air. So constant fog, and that's why uh, Nantucket's known as the Gray Lady. Yep. That's why some of the some of the uh, ferries that go over there they're, they're even called the Gray Lady because it's it's surrounded or shielded in fog. And all you could hear on the radio on the way over there before the GPS and, and Lorenz and everything else was was with the Fagawi, right? And, right. and that's where right. it came from. It's right. <laughs> UAWI because nobody could get there and it just isn't the it isn't the uh, the mileage or the wind direction it's the fog in trying to navigate that so once everybody got there then it's two days of partying and um, it, it's just a, an amazing event and Nantucket in and of itself it's the start of the tourism season um, they, they've had some problems with some maybe on 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 uh, on, on uncontrollable crowds over there but, Unruly, but yeah. well yeah you know a couple of a uh, couple of people might have gone there that, that got in trouble but anyway 
they they uh, it's the it kicks off their tourism season and it's it's been uh they've they've actually canceled it uh they've rescheduled it and, but this year it's on and um i'm kind of looking forward to it it's the middle of the winter what are you going to do with your boat in in the driveway except look forward to fagawi race but it's uh it's something that maybe we should do and um be kind of cool if we could do a road trip and have you guys do a, a live broadcast from there be it's, fantastic uh, it's an amazing thing. It's people come from all over the world. The tarmac over there uh, in Nantucket at the airport that weekend has more uh, private jets lined up than any other weekend. So I can remember when, when I went with you, I was, you know, we we're standing around and, and everyone has to have special bracelets. And, and the guy said to me, where in the world did you get that bracelet that Barry, you know, it was, I got it from you, Barry. And it was, we had the bracelets that allowed us to into every single party on the island, every private party, as if we were racing. It was amazing. It was an amazing weekend. It really is the coolest thing. That, you're right, Chris. So sailors come from all over the world, Australia, everywhere. Um, uh, Sunday morning in the tent, they have the, the Mosa, uh, you know, it's, it's the coolest thing. And they have this thing where everybody would get up and uh, this after the bands and, and, and parties all night. But Sunday morning, they have the brunch and the mimosas, and they have this thing called a joke off where everybody comes from all over the world and tells jokes. There was this woman from Australia. She had everybody cracking up. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's, it's just a, a huge camaraderie. It's all about the heritage of, of New Bedford and, and uh, Cape Cod and Nantucket. And uh, it would be very cool if you guys could do that. I'm, I'm going to explore this uh, further. Absolutely, Barry. Yeah, yeah, please do. We would we would appreciate that. Thank you. And I was thinking, Marcus, uh, you know, the sheriff was on. He, he doesn't have the command center any need for the camper anymore. He's got a couple of boats. Maybe we can rob those for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Barry. Thanks, Barry. We appreciate we'll be, it. We'll be in touch. Thank you. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Oh, my God. It's me, Shawnee. You left oh, me hanging so long. So sorry, Shawnee. We're really sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, really, Marcus the one who hung up on you accidentally. All right, Chris. Listen, yes. you, Marcus doesn't know about all this because he came on later on the ship. But right. you got a lot of connections. You know, you could help me get out. No, no. I'm, listen, I'm I plan on it. I know. But listen, I'm a person of empathy and sympathy and, you know, heart. So that's me, Shawnee. That's what I'm all about. Right. I care about people, like I cared about you. I know you do. You so, Shawnee, I mean? I'm gonna I'm gonna help I'm gonna help Big Al. Just that, as I said, to, as I said to Tom, I'm limited at what I can do on a Friday night. You know, um, I can talk to guys tomorrow morning. Um, but that's well, why Mark if, Montigny, Mark no, Montigny, and absolutely. Cabral, they must have some pulls. No, my first call is to Mark. You know what I mean? Yeah, my I first call is to Mark. Just that I, I I can't get in touch with him now. I, I could have gotten in touch with him earlier this afternoon, but I'll get in touch with him tomorrow. I'm going to take but, care of him. I'm going to do my best for, my, for Big Al. I'm going to call Chris, him back. Yeah. Chris, I, I only knew you from the radio. I only know you from the radio. And you know what? I cared about you so much. And, you know, I am a radio listener, and I do care about all the people. I know, Shai. Listen, we all care about Big Al. I wish I had, I, again, I, I was occupied this afternoon, so I didn't hear, or this morning when they came up on, on Tim's show, uh, on Barry's show. Um, now that I know about it, uh, it's a Friday night. I'm limited. Anyone listening can, who can reach out to me, I, I'll do it. But I'm going to get in touch with Mark tomorrow morning. We're going to help okay. Big Al. We're going to help him. There's you know, a way to do this. We're going to help him. 
We have to help each other. You know that already. 100%. Hey, do you know that other guy died that called in all the time? You remember that guy, Steve? And I was wondering, because he hadn't called in for a long he, time. He, Marcus he, doesn't know him, he, but he, remember he, he used to call in? About the fire. You always knew what was going on in yes, the fire department. Yes, yes, yes. And that lady called in that told me one day she got PO'd. Remember when you were on it? She said, tell that lady that was me. Go let her <laughs> bo- go bake a cake. Remember that? She called in and she said that he died. Well, that's, I, 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 I didn't, yeah, I didn't, um, I didn't know he died. He was a, he's a good guy. Yeah. He's friends with, yeah. P- with with Ken Pittman. I'm surprised P- Ken didn't tell me. Um, but you know what? Some people don't want to tell anything about their health or anything. They right. just want to keep it a secret. Well, I knew he'd had some issues. I did know that because uh, he mentioned something to me, but I didn't. But you know, um, unfortunately, not to be obvious about it, but when when you go, no one, you can't tell anyone. So unless you someone know, else around you reaches out and tells us, we don't know. No, but sometimes you just don't want anybody to know that you're not feeling good. But then there's other times that it just happens that you just go. But you know what? I care about you. I love you. Thank you. Marcus is, I love Marcus. He's I don't, never got to meet him. But, you know, it's like I really know you because I listen to the radio every day, all day long. And I know all of you. Right. And I am one of the listeners. And we and know I, you. I don't. I don't know, Big Al, but I care. So We're gonna whatever take care I can do, Shawnee, do what I can do. Shawnee, we really appreciate it. Thank you so We're much. We're going to take care of him. Thank you. Thank you. 508-996-0500. That's how you can get on the air. Good evening. Good evening. Hey, how you doing? Good. I just had some kind of comments on the, the new sheriff's uh, the call that he made in today. So I sure. noticed that you called him hero and he called himself hero. I'm still not sure which one it is. <laughs> I um, think I think it's an e- I think it's an either or Caribbean, really. Caribbean, Caribbean or Caribbean. Yeah, well, years ago. Have you have you guys ever changed the way you you pronounce your last name? Or I have not. No, no. I, yeah, me neither. No. But I'm just and then it, just really kind of the some of the suggestions. That, I mean. Obviously, I'm not a sheriff. I don't know anything about this stuff. But some of the things he was suggesting just seem really elementary. You know, you mean give the car away, change the logo. It's really kind of what is he going to do? Is he going to walk to work after he gives his truck away? How, how does he get to work? Now? Does he have to buy a new one. No, he he, he took a going to get a horse. Buying a new. Oh, oh call right back, sir. He, he was on a roll. Call he back. was on a roll. I'm so sorry. That was my fault. When you're on a roll, Marcus hangs up on you. That's what happens. So I'm so sorry. Listen, Please call back. He's going to get a horse like up. a real sheriff. Yeah, I screw. I I'm really sorry about that. I screwed that up. So Please he's trying back. to do it. He's trying to do it from a different angle. That's why he hit the wrong button. Yes, that's exactly uh, why. But really, I think the sheriff Haru. It's Haru. I've been saying Haru. Haru. Have I? I don't know. Now that guy. I don't even know. It's the Mandela effect. It's the Mandela effect. I don't know if I've been saying Haru this whole time. Buffet, buffet, Caribbean, I, Caribbean. I, I don't know. Have I? It's like you've never heard, you know, beam me up, Scotty's never been said in Star Trek. The words beam me up, Scotty. Never I never watched that stupid show. I didn't either. Uh, <laughs> 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 I, didn't, I didn't either. Let's go back. Let's go. I'm sorry. I never caller, saw the inside of my locker either. I, uh, I really feel bad about that last caller. I'm sorry. Go back to please, the phones. Please call back. Good evening. I can tell you feel bad, Marcus. Um, 
<laughs> I, I know, I, I know you do. Um, no, but he's doing it from a different angle. I'm doing than it from a does. different angle. So, is he, but he, is, is he smiling when he says he feels bad? Yes, of course he is. You can hear the smile over the you phone. Can, I, I can hear the smile. Over absolutely, the you can hear. You can hear it over the radio. Do I know. I, do I, well, hold on. Do I not give callers time? No, no, but you, you can hear when someone I, I wasn't smiling. Being critical. I was trying to be funny. No. <laughs> I do but, the jokes around here. <laughs> hey, listen. I, I, um, well, one first first thing that occurs to me is that um, that outpouring for Big Al, I don't know, is really touching, and um, that's kind of cool that what that the kind of the radio community and the listener community have. I would caution that the, Al does have his privacy too, so. You know, there there is that. Our, our understanding is he called the air. I didn't again. I didn't get to catch it. Our understanding is that he called. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, and so I, I hope and I hope you guys can help him. And I, it's it's really cool that people uh, are so concerned. Um, that that's very unique to uh, look. I, I I'm confident what, what that you if, guys do. If it wasn't a Friday night, we would already have answers. It's just that a lot of guys who we, who we rely on. Are, you know, they're not around tonight on a Friday night. They, if it was a Tuesday night, it would be a of lot course. easier, you know? Oh, you uh, know, of course. No, I, I get but that. But by the I, end I, of the weekend, we'll have some answers for Big Al. That's pretty, that's, that's pretty neat that you can, um, that you can give that attention. Um, yeah. I, I have to say this. Uh, you know, I, I had friends named McCarthy before. We, we, we um, as fun, we called them Bacardi. I don't know if that applies <laughs> to you. but it hey, used to. Can I tell you, this is, this is the true story. Your resonance and your voice is coming back big time. I mean, you. you your voice is so strong now. I'm really happy to hear that. I and I I'm not sure you ever really went into detail about the uh, maybe you have I I did I missed it uh, on what the the trauma was um you know at the beginning of this pandemic that you went through <laughs> and why what that did to your voice. Um Chris, do you want to talk about the most traumatic thing that ever happened to you? So I mean, no, I no, no, I'm, I'm, I wasn't begging to ask. No, I mean, no, no. I, I just want to say, you, your voice sounds yeah. like you're, you're like. So they had me on the ventilator. Half percent back to where you right. were. Right. So they had me on the. I, I got COVID. They had me on the ventilator. I died. They brought me back with those paddles. Um, the ventilator was a killer, right? For most everybody, I was on mm. it twice. Most people never come back. I came right. back from it. Um, I'm lucky. I uh, I also I lost my spleen. I lost my kidneys. Um, I had a stroke. I had a couple heart attacks. Um, wow. I, I have some paralysis. Um, my vocal cords don't work. I laugh because it's just like... But your, your vocal cords are coming back. Really they are coming nicely, back. Though. They are yeah. coming back. But, and I'm on dialysis now uh, with a whole bunch of other stuff. But look, I'm alive. And um, I didn't never lost my sense of humor. And I, I, I thank God and I thank the medical community. And I thank everybody in this audience who prayed for me and gave me s- substantial Amen, help. Brother. Yep. Yeah. They're, they're, Amen. They're, Amen. It really yeah, works. No, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm, uh, I'm really glad. Um, and, and it, not as glad as me. <laughs> right, right, right. I, I had a really non sequitur, and I, and I don't know if it's appropriate, but you, uh, is BSM carrying the Super Bowl? You know. That is a non sequitur. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, I would say probably because we've carried all the playoffs. You know games. what I would say. Westwood One is the network. Yeah, so we. I, I'm pretty sure. I would say. I would like, say throw your TV away and tune in. Yeah. Well, I, I would, that's what I do do. But so yeah. the, the reason why it's um, <laughs> throw all the caution to the wind. And throw no, that TV right. away. No, I think they do because they, we cover all, a, we we have all the playoff games. So I assume there's a funny story in a paper today about people who stream and people who watch the you know the live. Uh, the, I guess. It's 
I guess it's Fox this year. If you have, uh, you know, a live uh, TV, you know, old style antenna, right? Um, you get it's actually live. But if you stream, it could be delayed significantly. You get forty five seconds, sixty seconds, and so somebody scores a touchdown, um, and your friend is. You know, making bets with you. He's listening to it live, and you're watching it on the screen. And you're, you're, you're you could be as delayed by as much as a minute. It's kind of interesting. It's like the old sting plot. Well, no, I was going to say, like the old days, there, there was a there was a place in Rhode Island that was high enough up on a hill where the guy with binoculars could watch the horses coming at the track. And you, if you were quick, you could call the bookie and but get that your was bets. Very quick. That was like what seconds. Well. They, the thing is that you, you would call at the start of the race. In other words, you had a good idea what, what the race was going to do because you could see what was coming ahead. And um, they, in, in fact, when Bobby DeLuca was testifying in different cases, that was used by defense counsel to, to impede to, to you know to impeach his testimony. That haven't you been doing lying for your entire career? Um, if, if, if being a mobster is a career. But yeah, they used to find the highest point in Rhode Island. They could see, I think they could see in the, in the Narragansett or whatever. It well, you've been you've been in radio for a little bit, Chris. Yes, right? sir. Uh, so in the old days, like like if you had a Bruins feed to the radio station, did, did they do that by telephone wire or by microwave? Do you, do you remember? I'm, I'm not that old. No, I, I don't know. Oh, all right. But I mean, now it's all. It's just a. It comes up like the coax coax cable. Now, exactly. Right? Yeah. You guys use a satellite. I was just curious how the, how you guys get I, the feed from to the, the network broadcast. I, I just I just show up and no, talk. I was going to say I, I, I just show I up really, and talk. I'm I'm unsure. I'm on the humor Tim, side. Tim Tim knows. Tim knows. Yeah. Tim Weisberg definitely knows. He has to know but, stuff like that. We don't. That's that's <laughs> why. When <laughs> this this actually happened just a, a, a couple of weeks ago, I was down just down the road from you folks. They don't advertise from. I'm not going to mention the Bayside. But they, a guy was listening. We were watching the Bruins game, and he, kind of unbeknownst to anybody, was talking on the phone. His his son or his nephew was at the game, and it was a real tight game. And and you know, with hardly any time left, the Bruins tied it up and went ahead. But right before it happened, he said the Bruins are going to score, and we just thought he was being optimistic. He actually heard it, <laughs> and he knew what was going to happen. And he explained afterwards there was that much of a delay. And I think we oh, were watching. I think they carried it on a, on the local cable. Station. Hey, hey, thanks for the call. Thanks for the call. We thanks got for a, calling, friend. We got a bunch of calls lined up, so we got to take them. I actually have that same problem if I'm watching because uh, I have inter- I I cut the cord. Right. So if I'm watching a football game, sometimes I'll get a text from my friend with yes. cable and say, "Oh my God, what a touchdown right. by Mahomes!" And I'm right. like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> 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 Takes the suspense out of it. Good evening. Hi, you're you're live on the air. Good evening. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Good. what's up? Forty five minutes I've been on hold. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if it was Marcus or Chris, but one of you, one of you dudes hung up on me. Oh, it was that me. was, it was, me. It was, that was me. Marcus. It was me. I'm sorry about that. That's all right. I it could have been me, but it was Marcus. We, this hey, time. we got mixed up with that dude that you hung up with that was talking about the sheriff. Yeah, I that's who that. I was. Okay, so I, said, I hung oh, up on him too. Ears. I hung up on two people. <laughs> We're glad you made it, Chris. I'm glad you're back. Uh, it's good to hear your voice. Thank um, you. Thank you, Marcus. I called on Wednesday about my water bill. 
Yeah, I haven't gotten an answer for you yet. I'll get because it on the meeting coming up, right? On Monday? On Monday, so we'll, we'll be able to have a conversation. I'll be able to have a right. conversation with the superintendent then. And if you don't get anything, I mean, I'll, and I'll either you can tune into the meeting, but I'll, I'll be on air afterwards. So either way. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to call in on Monday. Listen, I want, I want to see if you could maybe, um, bring up the windmills too. I want to find out what we're, where that money's going. Is it going sure. to the town or is it going to back into the, into the residence? Okay. Yeah. All I right. can, I can find that out for you. Sure. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. No problem. Hey, thanks. Thank have you. Have a good right. day. Yeah. If you're, the other caller was uh, the one that was talking about the sheriff, was very funny. It was funny. And call I'd back. like you to call back. Yeah, please. <laughs> I'd please like you to call back. back. We, well, have, we have two open lines now, so 508-996-0500. We're going to take but, a quick break. But when we, when, we get, when we get back, we're going to have a guest, I believe, aren't That's we? That's right. Yeah, we'll we're going to have Lieutenant Evan uh, Bielski on. Yes, um, from the New Bedford Police Yeah, Yeah, Union. so let's, President. Let, yep. let's take a break, and then we'll be back. This is South Coast tonight. BSM. Welcome back to the show. I'm Chris McCarthy. As always, Marcus Farrow is here as well. Hey. We have... Um, we So we, we're joined now by uh, New Bedford Police Union President Evan Bielski, uh, Lieutenant Evan Bielski. Hey, Lieutenant, how are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Good. Doing great. Doing great. Um, so, Lieutenant, um, you, you're the current president of the New Bedford Police Union. Correct. All right. So... You guys voted the other night. We have a couple questions for you, but you guys voted the other night uh, in the special election in Ward 3 to endorse a candidate. Tell us who that is and why you guys are endorsing, as you are. So we're endorsing uh, Sean Oliver. Um, he he had reached out to us um, and asked to meet with us, um, you know, just to go over a few things and uh, express uh, his thoughts and ideas on certain things. And, um, you know, we liked uh, what he had to his had to say in his approach to things, um, you know, and we just, we believe that he displayed a good initiative uh, that we thought would be good for the city. So uh, we're just looking to uh, support him in that. So, um, uh, Evan, the um, the reality of it is, is that the city councils do have a lot to do with the police department, the budgeting, things of that nature. And, of course, a good city councilor can work with a local police department to make sure their ward has um the coverage that they need or the issues that, um, you know, you guys are seeing on a day-to-day basis. What's, I don't know if that is your patrol area or not, uh, Evan, but um, what sort of things are in Ward 3 that a, that a counselor can, can help you guys with? Well, I mean, just businesses, um, you know, reaching out to him with, with issues, uh, just the local residents. Um, that You're right. That's something that, uh, you know, all the other city councils, um, you know, do. They, they'll reach out to us for uh, to try to handle uh, – problems that pop up in their area and um you know sean was just uh you know he, he does seem like a good fit especially um you know with his background mm-hmm. and uh he, you know he's a state corrections officer for the state of mass so he has a very good background in um you know law enforcement and you know he's de- he, he understands some of the issues i think that that we're dealing with and that the city's dealing with Absolutely. And I know he also owns a home in, in that ward, um, as I believe his opponent does as well. So uh, that, that can help. Um, Sean, the, um, we're, we're speaking with uh, Evan Bielski, who, who has just endorsed Sean Oliver as a member of the uh, police the union. Police union did. Yeah. Um, so I got to actually to move on from that, because um, uh, there's some important issues going on. Uh, you guys 
recently posted something on Facebook saying uh, it was a, kind of like a public service announcement because uh, what you're saying is New Bedford Police Department is uh, got a bit of a staffing issue. Can you can you tell us more about that? Yes. Yeah, so, um, I mean, you know, it, it is a nationwide trend, but, uh, you know, right now we are, you know, severely understaffed um, from what we're budgeted at. And, you know, just recently now uh, they have decided to stop, um, you know, the forcing or the, the forcing of overtime if a, you know, area unit goes unfilled um, for a variety of reasons. Uh, so that, that, that's new to us. We're, now we're dealing with, uh, you're talking about, like, local areas that have a car um, an assignment uh, that are going unfilled. And now it's just adding responsibilities onto other offices to cover that area and it also means that that area is you know not having you know the services that are that are due to it because of that so we're speaking with new Bedford police union uh president lieutenant evan balesky so um one of the uh one of the what do you think that the um new Bedford police department what do you think that the the mayor's office the city government um, the administ- the police administration. What do you think they need to do to encourage more um, uh, better staffing levels uh, at the at the department? Uh, things things need to change from the way that we've always done things. Um, you know, operational, you know, operationally, and also you know, contract wise too. Um, it can't be just the the same old stuff that we've tried to do in the back in the day. And as, as you see now, you know. Other police departments, we're seeing that around here, they're starting to make those changes. Um, you know, the sheriff, I know you guys just had him on. Mm-hmm. He's he's seeing the issue with hiring and retention. And, you know, I'd like to commend him on, you know, taking an aggressive approach to to trying to fix that. So there has to be there has to be a change and, you know, it has to be a collective effort. And we're willing to work with, you know, the chief, the city, uh, the mayor, everyone, city councilors to, to make that change. But something... Something different just has to happen besides just the the, the status quo of what we've always been doing, Mr. President. The um, one of the issues I happen to know is, is is affecting your department. I think we talked about it a week or so ago. Is you guys are losing people to other departments. In other words, they come into New Bedford, they're trained through New Bedford. Um, they maybe they're here for a little bit, but then they leave. I know you've had at least recently someone leave for Lakeville, someone else leave for Middleborough. Um, you're losing people to other departments. I can remember even not too too long ago, I had friends of mine who were on the department went to the Cape. Uh, you guys are losing police. Why is that? Just they, you know, nowadays because of the issue with hiring and stuff, um, basically departments can like, you know, shop around for, for police officers easily. Mm-hmm. And same thing with our guys; they can look outwards um, very easily to get another job somewhere. And all these, all these other cities and towns have, you know, better better pay, uh, better benefits, uh, better support. So that's what guys are looking for, you know. So it's it. You know, it's both everyone says it's a hiring and a retention thing. But for me, I think the, you know, our main focus should be retention. Like yeah, you absolutely. Said, we're, absolutely. We're, we're spending we're spending the money, the time, the resources to hire these these individuals. And they're leaving us. Some of them, some people have left us to go to other departments within a month or two. Mm-hmm. And that's just, you know, what, what a waste of resources that is and, and talent, too. We're losing very talented officers. Um, to other departments. So our main thing should be focusing on how do we retain these people? Why are these people leaving? And what do we need to, to get them to stay, you know?
I, I can remember I worked years ago in the headhunting field. Of, it was happened to be healthcare, but industries are the same. And what it cost us to find and place someone was a, was an enormous amount of money. And so for someone to leave a, 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 an assignment, um, it's really it costs. Not only does it does it change the culture, uh, is, it, is it a waste of time and money? Um, but I can remember when I was a selectman in Freetown, we stole people from other departments. Right? If someone was a good guy and they work in a neighboring department, we tried to steal them. And we were successful at it, right? Because we were yeah. able to, we were a little more flexible. We were able to offer a little benefits. Maybe our culture was a little better than that particular town. Maybe it was an easier job. Not the police is ever really an easy job, but I, I, but, being a city cop is a tough job, and we have to compensate you and give you guys the things that can hold you. It's no, it's not no shame in saying that. Money matters. Working conditions matter. There's nothing you can right. do when a guy's pointing a gun at you, but we can we can make it a little better all the other times, right? 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 Um, Evan. Yes. Oh, definitely. Uh, it's true, and you know that's the thing. You know, for us too, New Bedford, we are. Um, we're a high commodity because of the the experience that we offer to other smaller departments that have taken our offices. They, you know, the office that we just lost, the Lakeville, I believe has 17 years on our job, has worked in various special assignments. The level of experience that he is bringing to Lakeville is is astronomical. It, it's they're not they probably have never seen a level of, of experience like. That. Well, let me ask and you a question: what, Does he know how to handcuff a cow? <laughs> he's probably learned but, <laughs> no but it's getting paid more to do it too no it's a very yeah. it's a very important um point right that yeah you 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 guys um it's not without the union and, and that's why marcus and i want to make sure we give you this forum because you're talking to the elected leadership and you're talking to the taxpayers of new bedford and if you don't tell people they're never going to know. That's why I'm excited that you guys have really reinvigorated your, your Facebook and your social media. Um, and we hope you bring your issues more to our listeners. Because, again, if people don't know, they don't know. They're, yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, that, that's our whole approach is right. just to, uh, you know, we're just trying to inform the public of, of facts so they're aware of what's going on. They're the ones that are, you know, paying the taxes, paying for the services. Um, and we're just going to, you know, we're always trying to keep it, you know, professional, respectful. And like I said, we just, you know, we're willing to work with with anyone on any issue. Um, you know, so we, we have no problem with that. And, yeah, that's just our focus right now. So, um, so, uh, so we're, we're speaking with New Bedford Police uh, Union President, Evan, uh, Lieutenant Evan Bielski. So, Lieutenant, um, we appreciate you joining us. Um, before I let you go, there's one thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, WBSM earlier today broke a story uh, about um, some bullet casings that were found at uh, a, a, a local public school in the city. Um, do you... It wasn't made known... It was made known to our news person, Kate, Kate Robinson, by uh, a tip... Um, but do you guys have any idea of uh, what transpired? Uh, do you know anything about that uh, incident? And do you think that incidents like that should be reported in a more forthcoming way uh, to to media outlets and just to the people in general? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I don't. So honestly, I don't know much about that incident. And. Um, Based off of some, you know, because it was at a, you know, a junior high in the city and it could have involved juveniles. I don't really want to comment too much on that because I don't know, you know, I need to stand my, stay in my lane somewhere. Of course. I mean, I would reach out, honestly, I would reach out to, you know, our public information officer, Lieutenant Scott Carolla, 
or just the chief's office or the mayor's office to really get some good facts behind that. But yes, I believe that, you know, people should, the citizens of New Bedford should know that these things are occurring because it is, that's concerning. It's a concerning issue. And, and similar with like, you know, the shots fired that we have in our city and the armed robberies and uh, the violent assaults, that's stuff that people should be aware of because it is stuff that happens and happens more frequently than people probably actually know. So, Lieutenant, we appreciate you joining this e- this evening. We'll definitely have you on again more uh, in the future, and uh, have a great weekend. Awesome. You guys, too. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks. Evan. Thank you so much. All right, so let's take a break. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. This is uh, We see some calls online, and we will get to them as soon as we're back. Fourteen twenty WBSM, where freedom of speech lives. California real time reaction to everything that happens after the sun goes down. South Coast tonight with Marcus and Chris is on WBSM. to the show. I'm Chris McCarthy. As always, Marcus Farrow is here. We're taking your calls at 508-996-0500. Good evening. Hello. Hey, you're on the air. Yes. Do you remember when WBSM used to give out a Super Bowl basket? No, I don't. You probably wasn't there then. I, I wasn't. I, I don't think we still do. I wonder why. Um, I don't know. I don't know. What, what was in the basket? Well, different snack stuff. We should give out a Super Bowl basket. You know what? There is a basket here that Mox and I have been eating out of all night. Yeah, maybe that was the basket we're supposed we, to give away. <laughs> no, because they used to announce it on the radio with a Super Bowl basket. Oh, man, that would have been that, – that's a good idea. We should do yeah. that uh, next year. I would say internal theft is the reason we don't give it away this year. <laughs> Might be. We probably – you know, here's – here's. We Actually, prob- Marcus, you posted a, cake, a picture of a cake. Yeah. Is there a picture? Is there any left of that? Yeah, there's plenty. I, I I don't actually don't. I don't know. No, wait a second. No, no, no. <laughs> now everyone heard him. No, no, you no. You promised no. me there's cake. There's a cake. So there's a cake. Well, there's a cake because it's there's birthdays. There's three birthdays, including mine, next week. And so there's a cake for everybody that's, in, you know. And so I, I came today. I had a piece of the cake. There was still plenty of cake left when I left. There's none left. Probably not. Probably not. Um, but the sir, cleaning crew came through. They sir, cleaned it out. But sir, we'll 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 try to follow up on that Super Bowl basket thing. There's there's got to be somebody here that remembers the Super Bowl basket. So we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, they would pick out a name and somebody would get it. Well, and there'd be different snacks in it. Well, listen, maybe next year we can work on getting a Super Bowl basket. That's actually a good idea. My my guess is that it was done through a sponsor that's probably that's no longer with the station because Chris said something that they didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> That's entirely possible. <laughs> All right. <laughs> thanks for the Listen, call, thanks sir. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. But that is a good idea. Let's let's. Uh, let's we we'll have a year to work on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a gun store. We know that. They love me. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Let's say you can get on the air. Let's take a. I think take a break. Yeah. It's up to you. It is actually up to me. <laughs> if you want to hear everything.
Welcome back to the show. I'm Chris McCarthy. As always, Marcus Farrow is here to holding down the fort. We're taking your phone calls at 508 996 We're also taking your messages on the WBSM app chat if you'd like to chime in that how, is, way. how have we been insulted? Huh? How have we been insulted tonight? Nothing that, nothing too bad tonight. Um, nothing too creative. Nothing too creative tonight. Uh, Anybody can swear. We just can't read it over the air. Yeah, you can swear. But we can't read it. Yeah, we can't read so, it. So put a, put a better twist on it than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so don't... Yeah, so, so, so be creative and funny. There are some that are creative and funny. Uh, I haven't seen one in a while. <laughs> <laughs> there are some where you, where you don't see them. They don't, they don't, uh, they don't often manifest themselves, at least not on this shift. Yeah. But they are out there. Yeah. You know what, Marcus? It's not just the message. It's the dream of the message. <laughs> the idea that someone right now is conjuring up a really inventive insult. Yeah. A really creative shaft of, of our program. Yeah. That's what keeps us showing up. We're just waiting. We're just waiting. When, to be, and we get it? It's, you'll get it. You'll get it. Provided that it's FCC cleared. Which, typically, it is not. It is not. So, Marcus, um, let me ask you a question. Another spy-type device tonight was shot down by the U.S. government. Yes. What do you make of that? Um, you know, it's... Uh, what do I make of it? Um, you know, I, I commend President Biden for taking swift action against the foreign aggression that we're experiencing. No, I think it's the only position to take. I, I think it's the only position to take. I think you know, it was flying over Alaska, is my understanding. So it's taking the same trajectory as the China balloon did. And so it's, you know, we, we don't want to conjecture. But... It- <laughs> 